0: Let's sell liberty and look good doing it with Proud Libertarian. Folks, when we're selling liberty, we have to start things off by piquing interest and what better way to pique some interest than by rocking some amazing apparel from Proud Libertarian. Personally, I'm a huge fan of their Do Good Recklessly t-shirt, but there's more than t-shirts to find from awesome taxationist theft snapbacks to the killer Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death hoodies. Proud Libertarian has all the libertarian swag you need. And guess what? Brian Nichols Show audience members can rock the latest Libertarian swag and save some cash on every single order. All you have to do, use code TBNS at checkout, and you'll get 10% off your entire cart at checkout. That's right. Each time you order, use code TBNS, and you'll instantly get 10% off your entire order. Listen, I am super excited to have Proud Libertarian here as a sponsor on The Brian Nichols Show, so do me a favor. Head over there to Proud Libertarian. Place your order today. Use code TBNS at checkout. Save 10% on your order and help support Libertarian entrepreneurs today. Can I pause for a second and just note that uh, we got Brian on here who's getting uh, Congressman Massey on, and our typical lineup includes like homeless people that believe in Bigfoot. (laughs) Well, happy Sunday there folks. Brian Nichols here on the Brian Nichols show. Thank you for joining us on today's Sunday candidate highlight series. Yes, you are in store for another liberty oriented guest. Today's candidate is running for Congress down in the fourth district down in Mississippi one. Alden Johnson now Alden has joined the program to discuss legal cannabis civil asset forfeiture and more but more more importantly and a reoccurring theme in this episode is going to be that of transparency a shorter episode but a great episode nonetheless so that being said Alden Johnson here on the Brian Nichols show
1: hey thank you for having me Brian
0: Absolutely. Alvin, thank you so much for joining the program. Thank you, number one. I always say this to uh, the candidates who do run as the Big L Libertarians. Thank you for not just running, but running with, yes, the Big L next to your name. I think it is imperative that, yes, Libertarians, both of the Big L nature and the Little L nature, uh, who do run as Republicans, I think mm-hmm. it's important across the board. But when you are willing to put the uh, the name next to your name, that I think that uh, deserves uh, some, some kudos. So thank you for doing that. But first and foremost... Alden Johnson, thank you for joining the program. Let's do a quick intro. You're running for Congress, as I mentioned, in the 4th Congressional uh, District there in Mississippi. So who are you and what got you uh, running for uh, office, not only uh, running for office, but also running as a Libertarian
1: specifically? My name's Alden Johnson. I'm a full-time firefighter in EMT. I love the Libertarian platform. After this last election, I decided to go ahead and stop complaining and do something about it. So I went ahead and officially filed my candidacy. I really never wanted to get into politics. It just sort of happened. That's that's pretty much it. It just, it just sort am. of happens.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, here you are. Um. So welcome to the show. And and let's kind of focus on how we approach things in the show. And maybe we can even do this kind of like a uh, a back and forth. I'm curious because my show again we approach the issues people care about. And I like to hear well, what are the issues your district cares about. And I think. Let's approach it more from your perspective, being the, the candidate, um, obviously running in the fourth district there in Mississippi. But let's approach it from that libertarian perspective. So, oh, with that being said, what would you say are the number, you know, one through what two or three issues as, as you see it in your your congressional district right now that you're focusing on?
1: I've got three issues that uh, really affecting this part of the state. First issue is going to be civil asset forfeiture. We've got police departments in the state of Mississippi that build new police stations with funds entirely gathered from the practice of civil asset forfeiture. I believe that theft is theft. Uh, Second would be to go ahead and legalize cannabis at the federal level. Uh, We've had a little issue in Mississippi regarding Initiative 65 where the voters voted to legalize cannabis at the medical level that was thrown out. The third issue is going to be qualified immunity. That's on everybody's minds right now. No profession should have a blanket immunity. That's just a breeding ground for corruption in my opinion. So why would, so let's go to the qualified immunity specifically. Why why
0: would Here, you say ahead. yeah, why would you say in your mm-hmm. district right now that's top of mind issue uh, number
1: 1? Uh <clears throat> I don't want to get into specific cases that are ongoing and close to everybody's minds in the state. But uh, let's just say there are well-known instances in the state of Mississippi that while performing the duties of a law enforcement officer, uh, people either get hurt by pure negligence, goofing off, even just plain old theft, and uh, it's swept under the rug, and then the officers go on and, go to another department, you know, even if they kill somebody, it's, it's just got to end. Well,
0: the reason I'm asking, because so one of the things we try to focus on are top of mind issues. I was wondering if there's anything specific in, in your district that maybe that would raise it to be uh, one of the top issues that you're focusing on. Um, but let's go maybe to the other issues you were referring to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so dig in. I'll,
1: I'll give you jump all the, the issues you laid out. All right, well, civil asset forfeiture. There's a police department. it's not in my district per se, but it's in the district above mine. and that police department, they built this multi-million dollar law enforcement complex. and the funds used to build this complex were gathered strictly from the process of civil asset forfeiture, which is, as you probably know, taking funds away from people, without charging them with a crime, funds, uh, personal possessions, such as vehicles, and then the state auctions them off to get money to do whatever they want to with it, really. And that's going to be the uh, civil asset forfeiture.
0: Gotcha. And now
1: you mentioned the, the
0: district above yours. Now, is that are you seeing people in your district as well kind of bringing this up as one of their, their top of mind issues?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a, It's a statewide issue.
0: What's that conversation right? like when you go out and you have – so let's say you go out and you're, you're talking to a prospective voter. How does that conversation of civil asset forfeiture come
1: up? Uh, the thing is a lot of people don't realize it's even a thing. Uh, when you bring it up, a lot of people just don't realize that these practices are ongoing and that they even exist. It's, it's just a matter of education and bringing it up in conversation for the most part. And once people find out that that's actually where the funds are being obtained from, people aren't happy, and word uh, word's starting to spread as more people get educated on the subject.
0: Okay, understood. No, I was I'm just, I'm just curious uh, because oh yeah, Go one ahead. of the things. So I'll I'll kind of play devil's advocate a little bit. The reason mm-hmm. I'm I'm maybe being a little uh, curious in the way that you're approaching this. So one of the things I try to approach in a sales uh, perspective is top of mind issues. So I was wondering if there was anything. I guess, particularly from the voter perspective that you're seeing where people are saying, hey, Alden, you know, this is an issue that's particularly impacting my family directly right now. What's the libertarian answer to it? You're running for Congress. What can you do for me today? I, I'm just I'm curious. Right. Is, is it that civil asset forfeiture or something that they're bringing to you? Or are there other things that they are maybe bringing to you that that are more like issues that are top of mind for them?
1: Yeah, no, that's something I'm educating people on, Uh, so not necessarily the people are bringing to me, but I feel that it's my duty to educate. Once people do find out about it, then the questions start coming up. Uh, The cannabis issue is the number one issue on the minds of Mississippians right now. Uh, Another issue is that people in my district and across the state want transparency from the politicians. Mississippi is an extremely corrupt state. You can't get a hold of your state representatives. Uh, They're like living ghosts that don't exist. can't get a hold of them through email, phone calls. Uh, Same thing with our current congressman right now. Uh, There's no way to get a hold of them. It's impossible. Uh, People want transparency. And that's something that I feel is my duty that I'll be able to provide. Uh, And that's one of my promises too. Just be transparent. It sounds simple, but it's just not happening right now.
0: So what was the main reason that you decided that you wanted to run for office?
1: Well, I don't want to talk bad about the current representative, but I can do a better job. I believe that most people could do a better job than him. Uh, I started reading legislation. It took me three days to read the CARES Act. Uh, I felt like it was just something I should do. So I read it. it took me three days. Uh, it disgusted me. Uh, that it takes that long to read. I oppose omnibus spending bills, uh, bills that are packed full of different compromises from both sides. One of the things that I'm harping on is that whenever I propose legislation, it'll be simple legislation, one or two pages, one topic, yes or no, pass or fail. That's one of the reasons our debt is the way it is right now. People just keep piling things in from both sides. And then at the end of the day, it's just a yes or no vote for 2,500 pages. I don't know what I can do about it personally, but just other than the fact that whenever I propose legislation, it'll just be simple.
0: Simple under simple's good. Uh, that's what we look for in sales. Easy to understand. So let's talk about some of those libertarian solutions, Alden. You're you're running for office, and people are going to say, "Well, Alden, what are you going to do for me?" So, <laughs> what are these libertarian solutions that they can look for if uh, Alden Johnson does in fact go ahead, go ahead and win the uh, the fourth district there in Mississippi? Yeah.
1: So, I'm aiming to remove and reduce different aspects of the federal government. I'm not going to propose legislation to restrict this or restrict that or ban this or ban that. Things like removing regulations for cannabis, things like removing federal civil asset forfeiture, federal qualified immunity. I'm just going to work my time in office to slowly chip away at the federal government. That's my plan. So, Alden, let me ask you this.
0: When when people are looking at you as the alternative to the blue team, red team, right? Mm-hmm. People want yeah. to to vote for something. So I guess when people are going into the voting booth and we're trying to get them to say, well, do I make this investment? Am I investing my vote mm-hmm. in the libertarian candidate? What What is the the pitch to the voter? Why should they make the investment in Alden Johnson, but also not just you, right? Why should they make this big investment in a third party, not just third party, but big L libertarian candidate?
1: It seems that most people are tired of red and blue for the most part, especially specifically here in this district and in this state. It's just not working out. They don't respect us, the politicians. They don't respect the people's vote. The only thing that I promise is transparency. And that in and of itself seems to be more than enough in the people's eyes. And the fact that I promise not to add more government. It sounds simple, but that's what the people want. That's what I want. That's what the Libertarian Party offers.
0: Cool. Well, how about this? Because I I think, um, you know, if there's anything else that you want to make sure you're specifically addressing to your voters, I want to give you an open platform. So what would you want the voters to, I guess, take away from today's episode in terms of, I mean, uh, I guess any questions, comments, concerns that they may have? What could be your, I guess, overall approach to answering those questions from a libertarian perspective?
1: Less government is more. I want my constituents to be able to call me on the phone, plan to reach them in one to three days, Uh, email me right now or when I'm in office. I, I wanna have town halls that the voters and constituents can just talk with me and express their concerns. It's hard, if not impossible, for representatives to be for the people if they're not talking to the people.
0: All right. So with that being said, yeah. I'll no, that's, that's great stuff, man. Well, yeah. listen, I, I, we have the website here. It is AldenforCongress.com. We will include that in the show notes for anybody who's interested in learning more about your campaign. And uh, with that being said, is there any uh, social media that folks can go ahead and follow if they want to go ahead and learn more? Yeah.
1: On Facebook, it's Alden Johnson for Congress and Instagram. It is Alden for Liberty. Twenty-two. Awesome. All right. We'll include those links in the show notes. Okay. Alden Johnson. Thanks for joining the Brian Nichols
0: show. Hey, thank you, Brian. It was a pleasure to meet you. Get ready to start your new morning ritual with our new sponsor. Mudwater coffee is one of America's favorite beverages with more and more people starting their coffee habits every day with a cup of that flavorful anxiety juice. But let's be real. Have you ever heard anyone say I'm working on getting more coffee into my life? Millions of people complain about the jitters that come from coffee consumption. Our morning coffee rituals can be habit-forming, and for some people, can make getting a good night's sleep almost impossible. And while nearly all of us like the smell, taste, and ritual of our morning coffee, why not explore eliminating the negative aspects of our morning brew? Well, what if your coffee replacement helped induce alertness, not dependency, improve mental capacity and function, improve physical stamina and performance, improve immunity and overall health. Oh, and by the way, it tastes good enough to drink every single day. Meet Mudwater. Mudwater is your fastest growing coffee alternative in the market consisting of organic ingredients lauded by cultures both old and young for their health and performance benefits. With one seventh the caffeine of coffee, mud gives you the natural energy and focus you expect from coffee, but without the jitters and crash. With an organic blend of mushrooms and ingredients like cacao, marsala chai, turmeric, lion's mane, and more, Mudwater offers a beverage like no other. Whether you want to enjoy it hot, cold, as a latte, or however you take your coffee in the morning, Mudwater is zero sugar, zero crash, zero jitter alternative sure to leave you feeling recharged and refocused. Listen, I'm really excited to have Mudwater as a sponsor here on The Brian Nichols Show because I've been able to see the Mudwater difference for myself and you can too. So click the link in the show notes to get some mud, support the show, and get your new morning ritual started right with mud water. And now, on to the show. Alrighty, folks, that's going to wrap up my conversation with Alden Johnson. He is running for Congress in Mississippi's 4th Congressional District. If you want to go ahead and support his campaign, well, please do me a favor. Number one, share today's episode. Make sure you go ahead and tag Alden, but go ahead and tag yours truly at B. Nichols Liberty, Twitter, Facebook, Minds.com, and Parler.com. Also, uh, if you want to go ahead and support Alden's campaign, I will include the link to his website in the show notes. You can get to go ahead and learn more about his candidacy as well, Uh, so I'll make sure I include that link, like I mentioned, in the show notes. Also, if you enjoyed the episode and you're enjoying what you're hearing here at The Brian Nichols Show, I would love to hear about it, and as would Everyone else, you can go ahead and give us a review. Head to BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash reviews. That's right. You go right there and just give us a quick five star rating and then a quick one sentence review. Why is it that you listen to The Brian Nickel Show? I would love to hear it as would everyone else out there who's coming, uh, coming to The Brian Nichols Show every single week. Uh, the tens of thousands of downloads we're getting every single month. It's, it's really exciting to see we're reaching people. Truly, where they're at and having conversations about the issues you guys care about. So, again, it's BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash reviews. Also, if you want to go ahead and financially support The Brian Nichols Show, well, hey, that's how we keep the lights on here at the show. So you can head to Patreon.com forward slash The Brian Nichols Show. $5 or $10 a month, you can get the entry level or account executive levels at the Patreon. Either way, you will be signed up to get one of these awesome Don't Hurt People and Don't Take People Stuff bumper sticker. Also, we're doing great mastermind conversations and also conversations like you're going to be hearing come up here on, on Monday with Jeremy Todd, but more so, uh, more in-depth, the sales and marketing crossover shows. Uh, it's going to be Chris Goizetta, Jeremy Todd, and yours truly having conversations about marketing, sales, and uh, working in tandem as it pertains to the greater liberty world. Uh, but again, that's Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash the Brian Nichols show. I teased it. Yes, coming up here on Monday. Jeremy Todd is returning to the program. We're talking all things sales and we're doing some specific case studies. So if you're interested in that, obviously make sure you've hit the subscribe button. If you're here on the YouTube, make sure you've hit that little notification button so you're not missing a single episode. Also, give us a thumbs up also this week. So I was lucky I have two episodes already recorded for you. Uh, on Friday, we're going to be having a conversation with Tamina DiBogorzi. Uh, She's a Gen Z uh, pundit from Young Voices talking about Gen Z issues. And uh, coming up on Wednesday, we're going to be talking with the folks, and I say the folks, they are the awesome filmmakers from Liberty or Lockdown. Follow the science. And uh, I want to, as we wrap up the show today i'm going to go ahead and share my screen because i wanted to quickly show you guys this um awesome li- uh, follow the science on lockdowns and liberty uh it's a quick um preview uh, in terms of what the uh, the actual documentary will pertain um it's about a six minute or show or so uh, uh ending here to the program so uh we're gonna wrap up the show on that so with that being said folks it's brian nichols signing off here on today's sunday candidate highlight series And with that being said, follow the science on Lockdowns and Liberty. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. I think we're in the middle of a massive experiment. The experiment is, will people listen to scientists?
1: We've got to follow the science. We follow the science. We'll follow the science. We realized that it was not about the science, that it was all political.
0: I'm very worried about the future of science. If this continues with censoring certain scientific views, uh, then I think we have reached the end of 300 years of enlightenment. You know, it's not unreasonable for the average American to look around and be skeptical, you know? And And it's not unpatriotic to want to look at this thing from all sides and kick the tires
1: only essential businesses will be functioning
0: we are announcing a regional stay-at-home order in the state of california fundamentally predicated on the need to stop gathering with people outside of your household we should be implementing this social distancing or physical separation which in many respects means staying at home to the extent possible we have these ridiculous arbitrary rules Two days ago, three days ago, Fauci's out. Yeah, the evidence now shows that six feet can be reduced to three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can you, can you even begin
1: to take a person like this seriously?
0: Close your business to protect yourself and society. It's the right thing to do. Destroying your livelihood and staying committed to going deep enough into poverty for long enough so we'll eventually give you a little bit of money is a financial plan you can trust. Trust the public health experts. We will never do any of these lockdowns um, again. And it's when you get into the data of lockdowns and of restrictions and of the effectiveness of the various measures that you come to this repeated finding. Everybody is turning up the same finding that the measures do nothing. It's not that they do less than expected, they do nothing dr anthony fauci is calling florida's reopening very concerning there's no doubt in my mind that when you compare those states those cities those locations that implemented significant public health measures it does make a difference and you should be assured of that here you have north dakota south dakota appearing north dakota lockdown business restrictions mask mandates south dakota none of the above But the harms of the lockdowns and i could go on and on and i won't do it right now but include to children to working class people especially to minorities to single parent homes this is heinous abuse of the term public health to introduce lockdowns tonight it's the growing fate facing millions of americans lines stretching from coast to coast from families trying to find their next meal and to see a mom walk through the door with her three little kids and they're looking around and mom's struggling. She's never done this before either. That's something that really,
1: really hits you. The head of the trauma department here told me he thinks it's time to end the shelter in place order. The team here is speaking out now because they say we cannot ignore the rise that they have seen in suicides. I mean, we've seen a year's worth of, of suicide attempts uh, in the last four weeks. And if everything we do saves just one life, I'll be happy this dire homelessness crisis among single adults has been exacerbated by COVID-19, which has already forced more individuals into homelessness and will likely worsen in the coming months.
0: Dr. Ayami Takahashi says the pandemic is starting to wear down the younger generation. Massey and Takahashi say there is one common cause for almost every
1: child the online learning. And typically every single one of them is mentioning school as a stress. They have not given us money and they have shut us down. We cannot survive. My staff cannot survive. Look at this. Tell me that this is dangerous, but right next to me as a slap in my face.
0: This has nothing to do with liberties, Dana. This is a public health issue. It's not a civil liberties issue. We can be a safety first country, but only for very, very, very short periods of time. And then we're reminded that the chief goal of of living is not to
1: merely stay alive.
0: If you are not seeing that the very underpinnings of our civilization are under threat, then I beg you to consider. We have a choice. We've been pushed up against the precipice. Are we gonna be pushed off or are we gonna push back? Audio production for The Brian Nickel Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.